lift you up today, Lord God. We bless you and we exalt you. And, Father, we thank you. We thank you for this day. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Now, Father, we want to hear from heaven so that we can be healed in every way, physically, mentally, spiritually, in every way. Touch us in every way, Father. And we just thank and praise you, and we give you all the honor and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise God. Well, hallelujah, this is the last day, amen? Oh, I know. It does, well, it kind of seems like it because we've been traveling in time, amen, in the spirit. And it's been so wonderful. And we've been talking about the bride being unveiling, the theme of the conference, amen? Hallelujah. So it is time. It is time for the unveiling of the bride, amen? It is time. In fact, the bride has been unveiled. Amen. The bride. Who's the bride? We're the bride. Amen. Hallelujah. And it is time for a true love relationship. Amen. With our bridegroom. I believe that a true love relationship. You know, Pastor Kelly was talking yesterday and she gave that analogy of a marriage. And that's the way it's supposed to be between us and the Father. Amen? Between us and Jesus. He is the husband. We're the bride. And we're supposed to just allow him to take us away. Amen? In our time with him, our personal time. Just allow him to minister to us. Allow the word to marinate. I'm going to say marinate. Amen? Meditate on the word. This is how we're changed from glory to glory. When we allow God to change us, this is how we're healed. We're healed by the word of God. The word of God is medicine. And when we get in um, that personal time with God, where, you know, we we ask him to just take us away. And it's a, a personal thing. You understand? It's a, a private thing thing it's a privacy it's a a personal relationship full of love adoration all of these things and god is jealous for our love and our attention amen and it is time for us to reciprocate that love you know no more uh ignoring him and or putting him on the back burner saving him for last Amen. But you know, the, the word of God tells us to give him your first fruit. He wants the first. He wants your first adoration, your first attention, the first words that you speak. He wants to hear them. And that's what time it is. Are y'all here? Amen. <laughs> Amen. It's time to put him first. Amen. We are the bride. He is the husbandman. And he has called time on the carnal man. Called time on the flesh. Fleshly desires. You know, what we want to do. What we look. You know, even if it's a vacation, take him with you. He wants to go too. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You're going to take him with you. <laughs> he liked that. 
take him on vacation with you. You know, because he's got to uh, protect you from all hurt, harm, or danger. Amen. So, you know, take him with you. First, front, first and foremost. But that's the time that we're living in. And thank God that Jesus has, has invited us in as the bride so that we can show the world who he really is. See, when you touch him and when you make him your husbandman or when you make him your first priority, then those in the world know who you are. Amen. You affect an atmosphere. You change a whole atmosphere by just your presence. Amen. And this is how world changers operate. Amen. Hallelujah. We operate because we've been in his presence and the world knows who we are. We know who we are. It's one thing about, about the unveiling of the bride. You know that you, see, you know who you are. And you know that God loves you. First and foremost, the bride knows that the husbandman loves her. Amen. He knows that there's no more guessing. It's no more, will he do this? Maybe he'll do it. Will he heal me? You know, will he give me the desires of my... It's yes. The moment the bride said, I do. That solved it. Amen. When, when the bride says, I do, that means that your husband's going to take care of you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. It's good to have a husband that's fully loaded, taking care of everything. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. He's going to do everything, you know, anoint you, uh, fill you, give you all of might and power everything that you need for a successful life is yours is at your disposal all you have to do is say i do (laughs) i do hallelujah god is so good you can tell that we're living in the end times because it's so sweet you know the further in in uh close to the end of the age we get the better it is you look, I'm just going to tell you right now from the Spirit of God, God is not mad at you. We're not in a bad place. God is blessing this country. He's blessing his people. Amen. And the best is yet to come. Amen. The best is I'm I'm, I'm in my latter years, and the, but my latter years will be better than the former. Amen. I'm expecting so much more. God is putting to work uh, 60, 70, 80-year-old people. We know a lady, she's almost 80, and God just put her to work. That lady that you saw here yesterday laying hands on, you know, she started her ministry not long ago, and she's anointed. God is not done with us. Don't count count us out, young people. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) But it is time. For a true love relationship with the Lord. It is time. That's what, if you want to know what time it is, it's time to get serious about God because he's been serious about us for so long. Amen. But he wants that closeness. You know, it's not just say a prayer and you're done. But it's about relationship. Now it's about marriage. Are y'all here? Amen. 
That's how close. He wants to be closer than close. Amen. The power of the Holy Spirit is releasing us, the bride. Amen. And he's given us the capacity to live as a bride. No more living below your means. Uh, Amen. You're going to live as a bride. Think like a bride. Amen. Pray like a bride. Pray like you know in whom you're believing in. Amen. And it's not so much a believing thing, but it's a trust in whom you're trusting. Amen. Because, you know, he, my beloved is mine and I am his. Hallelujah. And he is, is going to bat for his people. I'm telling you, Amos 9.13 is real. You know, you need to read it and just keep it on your wall. Because God is, is standing up for his people. He, he's just as tired of the devil as you are even more. Amen. Because his time has, is, is run short. And so we need to uh, allow ourselves to be encouraged and enchanted with the husbandman. Be enchanted. Amen. Hallelujah. Take a honeymoon, and that's all God really wants. He wants to meet us face to face. No more of this long-distance stuff. Are y'all here? Amen. But he's given us the power and the capacity to act like a bride. Think like a bride. Pray like a bride. Y'all, y'all understand what I'm saying? And he'll give you whatever knowledge you need to, when you're faced with a, a, a certain situation or problem. He will give you whatever knowledge you need to get that thing taken care of quickly. No more waiting, but quickly. Amen? Hallelujah. You know, we've been baptized by the Holy Spirit in love. Amen. By our beloved. And I'm telling you, he wants to love on us. He wants us to have a romance. In fact, I think uh, the Holy Spirit, uh, well, the husbandman through the Holy Spirit wants to introduce to us the love language. Amen. Where we can say the right things to him because you feel it is real. You know, say the right thing, do the right thing. And if you mess up, you know how to get that cleaned up off of you because you know that you are his beloved. Amen. And that there's no hard feelings. God is not mad at you. Amen. Because you are married. You know, when you're married, you work things out. Amen. You work it out. It's not that you won't have a few things, but you're, this is the thing. I let you're compatible. <laughs> you are compatible with the husbandman. You have so much in common because what's in him is in you, and what's in you is in him. Because we're made in his likeness and in his image. And so God is looking for us to. Get that closeness so that we can just get things, these small things taken care of so they won't hinder us anymore. You know, all hindrance is gone. Where we can be free to be who we are. Who are we? We're the bride. Amen. We have special, special privileges in the kingdom of God. Amen. We have special privileges because of who we are. And he wants this closeness. He's introducing romance to us. 
where we're face to face. You know that when uh, uh, Pastor Heat, um, your wife Polly, and Pastor Barb, when they danced yesterday, I remember what it was when I, it was the romance dance. I mean, that's what I, it was a, like a form of romance. They were dancing with the king. And they were saying, we're ready. Here we are. And when that happened, I'm telling you, it's just something like something happened on the inside of me. I knew that was the Lord. And every step that they took, it was like he took it with them because it was a dance of romance. It was a romance dance. You know, and it's just, it was so wonderful. God just shows himself strong in every way. But, you know, you've got to be watching or you'll miss this thing. <laughs> Amen. And I'm going to tell you something. The devil keeps a lot of stuff mess going so you'll get distracted. But you've got to keep your eye on, on God because he kills every hurt. Every wound, every scar he takes away because he is with you as your husband, your provider, your protector, your source. Everything that we need, he is. And this thing about this romance, and, and my beloved is mine and I am his. He is having this closeness with us where we know that we know that we know. It's no more guesswork in this relationship. Or in this walk with God. There's no more questions. You know who you are. And you know who he is. And you know that he loves you. We're not afraid anymore. We're not skeptical anymore. We're not questioning him. Because we know that he is with us. That he loves us. Because I think the biggest thing that hinders us or keeps us from stepping out is we doubt or we wonder about, does he love me? But I'm telling you, I, I can feel his love right now. Amen. It is so wonderful. Hallelujah. It's so good when you get that straightened out where you don't have to question about that anymore because you know that he loves you why don't we go to hosea book of hosea 2 hallelujah i wrote down here god is a romantic (laughs) he's the ultimate lover and he promises us a relationship characterized by permanence right standing and fair treatment Uh, An unfailing love, full of security and full of tenderness. Amen. He he has unfailing, undying love for us. And I don't care what we do. Amen. You repent and you don't hide from him because you know that you've already been accepted in the beloved. You're accepted by your beloved. All you do is repent from your heart and you keep going with him. Because, you know, I look at it like this, like a carousel ride. There's much to see. The ride is a good ride. It's not bumpy. And there's a lot to do. It's a lot to learn. There's a lot of emotions that we have that we need to have dealt with. God, he's doing that too. Anything that's going to hinder you, he's taking care of those things. He already knows what we need. We don't know what we need. But he knows, and that's the good thing, we don't have to worry about it. Because God takes care of it. It's for us to trust him. Just trust, just chill out. 
and ride, so to speak. Hosea 2.19, hallelujah. Let's see. And it says here, it says, I will betroth you to me forever. Yes, I will betroth you to me in righteousness and justice, in loving kindness and mercy. I will betroth you to me in faithfulness, and you shall know the Lord. See, once your honeymoon period is over, you know who your, your husband is. You know in whom you're trusting. You know who's going to be with you forever. You know who will never leave you nor forsake you. There's a knowing that comes upon you where you walk in that knowing. You know, and you don't mess up as much when you walk in the knowing. Amen. Because you know you've been accepted. You know that there's nothing too hard for him. And anything that you're faced with, you face it with him. You're never alone. Amen. So he will betroth or he will marry or he promises to marry you and stay with you always. This is the husband you can't get rid of. You don't quit him and he don't quit you. Amen. But you stay with him and it's a a lifetime It's kind of like you get a lifetime marriage certificate. You get your certificate, put it on your wall, and you say, no, you can't leave me. Not that he wants to. We leave him. But, you know, sometimes you have to look at your certificate and say, I'm not going anywhere. Because where are you going to go? Amen. And it's good to have a, can you imagine having a husband that's fully loaded? (laughs) <laughs> and money wise too now I can feel certain people saying yeah those pockets they, they, they're full too he owns the cattle on a thousand hills the silver is his, the gold is his whatever you need he has it amen, fully loaded amen because he cares he cares for us, hallelujah the bride must know that she is loved like the Shulamite woman and the uh, um, King Solomon, they uh, exchanged words of uh, that romantic love language. And it was so, you know, and, and when I, you know, read, it's like Jesus is talking to me and I'm talking back to him. Amen. Because he's the lover of our soul and he's in there saying all of these things that's building us up, building you, making you strong. Amen. Making you um just a, a, a force to be reckoned with, when, you know, as far as the devil is concerned. <laughs> Hallelujah. And a good thing is our craving for human love is fixed. Amen. Because we have confidence in his love. Hallelujah. Because we're trusting him. And so we don't so much need, not that you don't need a human touch sometime, your spouse, your natural spouse, But I'm telling you, this love affair right here comes first before any other. Amen? Hallelujah. His his love for the bride is eternal and enduring. It's boundless. That means it has no ends, no beginning. It's timeless and infinite. It's everlasting to everlasting. Hallelujah. This love right here, it's a good love. It's the love that makes you who you are, makes you better, faster, stronger. It builds you. Amen. The bridegroom welcomes his his bride with the unconquerable goodwill 
towards men. It's agape love. In other words, it's a love by choice. It's the love of God. It's a durable, betrothal, lasting forever, and it's executed in justice and righteousness. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 11 right quick. I'm not going to keep you long. <laughs> Amen. 2 Corinthians 11. Okay, thank you. 2 Corinthians 11, verse 2. It's like I fell in love even deeper reading the scriptures, you know. Hallelujah. And then coming back, witnessing, seeing everything right here happen so quickly. You know, God has given the manifestations of everything we're experiencing right quick. You know, we're seeing everything manifest quick with signs and wonders follow the word of God. And everything that we're taking in, God is manifesting um, some kind of demonstration. If, if you watch it, if you watch it, 11 verse 2, it says, For I am jealous for you with godly jealousy. For I have betrothed you to one husband. See, that, it says one right there. That I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. All cleaned up. Amen. Pure, holy, just everything that God loves. Isn't it something that just to know that God loves your very being? See, you got to believe that. The bride understands and believes everything that the husbandman is telling her. Amen. He wants to present you as a chaste virgin. Amen. Virgin of Christ. The husbandman is saying, stay pure. This is what that, I'm going to read that. I read that and this is what I wrote down here. (laughs) Stay pure and don't cheat on me. That's what that just said. Stay pure and don't cheat on me. Are y'all here today? (laughs) We need diligence and and discipline to stay pure, stay true. Not cheat on your spouse. You need that purity of heart where you've already experienced everything in the world and it didn't satisfy you. Amen. See, when we cheat, you know, you can cheat with TV. You can cheat with overspending. You can cheat with stuff. You can cheat, you know, sneaking off to the, to the big church that, where you don't learn anything, you know. You can cheat with a car. You can cheat with anything. But it's like stay pure to God. All those things, there's nothing wrong with them, but it's so much better when God gives them to you. Amen. They last longer. You get better performance out of everything that God gives you. Amen. And that's why it's so important to pray about everything. Amen. If you go into the car lot, take God with you. Ponder over it. You know, pray about it before you even go. Amen. You know, God does not want us to be swayed by the world. Let's read verse 3, I think. It says, but I fear, and this is Paul talking, I fear least somehow as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, 
So your minds, you see that word, minds? That's why you got to renew your mind. So your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Amen. See, see God, the word of God doesn't push you and, and put handcuffs on you and make you do anything. You have choice. You have a choice. Amen. And some, for some, that's too much freedom. But, but the word is telling us to choose, you know, choose the better part. That's what I, I say. Choose Christ. Choose your husband. You know, he's a better date. He won't run your bill up at the restaurant. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of, <laughs> there, I mean, you know, because he know he's got help pay that bill. I mean, it's just so much better, so much easier. Amen. Hallelujah. So we need to diligently seek him. Amen. With fear and reverence to stay faithful. Paul said, but I fear least somehow. That the serpent that deceived Eve might deceive you. So we have to stay. That Like Pastor Barr wrote that thing. I saw it on Facebook. The devil's sneaky. Was that, isn't that what he said? Slick. The devil's slick. And you got to watch. That's what Paul is saying right here. The devil's slick. And you have to stay alert. How do you do that? Stand in him. Amen. Because you come out and you get in the flesh and your mind will cause you to be corrupted again. Amen. So you got to be all in. Can't play with the devil. You can't play with the world. You can't even adopt their habits and customs because that's no good. for It doesn't work for us in the kingdom. Amen. Hallelujah. But you have to take your marriage seriously. Take it seriously, amen? Got to be all in. And do what it takes to keep your marriage pure. Do what it takes to keep your marriage together, amen? So we must make a decision. Make a decision in your heart to keep the passion in your marriage. Now, I said it. Keep the passion in your marriage. Have a date night every night with Jesus. How about that? And don't let nobody get in your way. Get in your word. Get a scripture. Meditate on it. That's your date night. And you know it makes you so strong. Stronger. Keeps, pulls your mind out of depression. Heals your hurts and wounds. It only lasts. And you notice it lasts a shorter time and a shorter time and a shorter time. Because he's building you up. He's making you strong. You know, it's so good when you start allowing him to make the decisions for you. Amen. But this has to be something that takes place in your heart. It's just making a decision that you are not, you're going to stay faithful. Amen. Stay, stay faithful to the husband. Because you can, you can get out of whack with stuff. Amen. Just things desiring so much. Uh, watch what you allow your heart to get stuck on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like certain things are so important to certain people. You know, if you see somebody else with it, that don't mean you're supposed to have. Maybe that's not your time yet. You know, and, and you know, God wants to give everybody everything, but he's got to work with you until it's not your first priority. Amen. I have made you a virtuous woman. This is in Proverbs 31.10. And it talks about the virtuous woman. And I said, that's the bride. 
the characteristics of the virtuous woman is the bride. It says whose price is far above rubies. She has strength and honor. Those are her strength and honor is her clothing. She opens her mouth with wisdom and her tongue is the law of kindness because she fears the Lord. The bride has said yes to the bridegroom. She has said, or I'll put it like this, you have said I do. (laughs) You've said I do. Well, it sure is quiet in this Presbyterian church. (laughs) Um, But they, you said, thank you. You said I do. Amen. And now you will. (laughs) Because you must. You have to. No way out of this. Amen. Amen. Ball and chain. You know, Christ, Christ wants to show us off to the world. He's so proud of us. He wants to show us off to the world. Amen. We've been uh, covered completely, completely immersed. He's covered us and immersed us in his love. Amen. And now it's time to... For the unveiling. In fact, he's unveiled us already. And it's time for him to show us off to the world. Show, us, show the world what his bride has. And don't forget, under her bride dress, she had a sword. Amen. She wasn't nothing to play with. <laughs> don't take her for granted. Don't take the church for granted. Because there are those of us that will pull that sword. Amen. The weapons of our warfare are mighty through God to the pulling down of strong hands. Hallelujah. We will pull the sword and we will hit the bullseye and we will get victory. In fact, we've already got it. But we will see the things come to pass and we'll we'll see demonstration and power. When we lay hands on the sick, they will recover. Amen. Hallelujah, they will speak with new tongues, and if we eat or drink anything deadly thing, it shall not hurt us, because God is with us. He's orchestrated this whole uh, arsenal of, of uh, weapon trees. I, I don't know if that's right or wrong, but I know what I'm thinking. And, and he's displayed them all, and he's teaching us how to use each weapon skillfully so that we can take out the enemy. The church is going to have to do this. Amen. It's our job. And whether you feel like it or not, you're ready. It's like how much more ready you want to get. Just take aim. And be sure you're aiming at the enemy. Be sure that God has taught you how. Be sure God's taught you your target practice. You didn't get somebody that's, watch who teaches you. That's what I'm trying to say. Or you may pull the trigger and not shoot anything. Amen. Because he's already um, taught us, built us up so that we'll do what we need to do. You know, fight this this war. And... Um, It's a good fight because it's already won. We have victory, amen. Hallelujah.
So he's covering us completely in his love. See, when you, when you love, when, when God shows us his love, and you're, you have no doubt in your mind that he loves us, then that's where your identity comes from. You know who you are. Amen. And the reason most people don't fight the devil back is because they don't know who they are. But when you're in a love relationship with, with the Lord and you've come face to face and you, you have that intimacy, that romantic intimacy with him, you know who you are and you will pick up your weapons and fight because you're more sure that those weapons are going to work because you got the real thing. Amen. In other words, you don't have a bootleg husband. You got the real thing. <laughs> you know, with those false gifts. That's bootleg husband. But you have a father that's sincere, that totally loves you, who knew you when you were in your mother's womb, who formed you, who did all the things. He's built you up. He's made you strong. He's given you the weapons of your warfare, and he's teaching you how to aim and shoot and take the devil out. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we've been detoxified from the world system and no longer have the, that attachment to the world. We don't have that. The bride doesn't have that attachment anymore. We've cut those cords. We've gone and through the process of cleansing and, and washing with the water of the word. And we're now married. We have our husband. And now we have a job to do. Amen. And we won't back down and we're not afraid either. Fear is gone because we have a sound mind. He's given us a sound mind in place of fear. Amen. And the unveiling of the bride has caused us to come up higher and closer, higher and closer to him. Amen. Where we can hear more clearly. Are y'all here today? Amen. Seek his face and you don't feel like you're just seeking something and you don't know because you have a visual picture of what you're doing. You have a visual picture of, of the enemy and a visual picture of, of your husband and how he's helping you. He's destroying principalities and powers, and you're watching it, and you're a part of it, and you're strong, and you'll finish strong. Amen. But it's, it's all, it's a spiritual fight, but this stuff is real. Amen. Because he imparts these things in us. Amen. And so I hope I didn't mess you up even more. Amen. So, I mean, I only have one head, not two. So, <laughs> but the unveiling of the bride has come up, caused us to come closer and go higher for more knowledge and wisdom. Amen. And it's more faith. And the faith, we have faith in that relationship. See, and that's, what I, that's why I believe we have it. I believe the relationship and that closeness and that romance is to make us more um, confident. That he is with us. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, let's go to Romans 8. 8.19. Romans 8.19. Romans 8 is easy to find in my Bible. Verse 19. Uh, let's see. 
And it says, for the, the earnest, oh, I stole the Prophet Waller scripture from yesterday. And it says, you know, there's a lot of theft going on around here. So it says, <laughs> for the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the unveiling of the sons of God. Amen. The earnest expectation of, of the creation eagerly waits. You know, there's people waiting on you to make up your mind to get your husband start listening to him and get a, a, a war plan together so that you can come and rescue them. Amen. The harvest is ripe, but the labors are few. And so there's a whole, um, there's a whole, I'm just going to say a whole world. Uh, out there that's eagerly waiting for their person that's going to come and rescue you. Maybe at the supermarket, everybody wants to get in the pulpit, but if you really are serious. See, the bride is serious. bride don't care where she goes. Amen. She don't care. She's not just looking for prominence and, and importance. But she's looking for souls. She's obedient and she wants to be where God wants her to be when she... And see, the husband hears his voice. Husband's going to send you where you're supposed to be. And the first, I don't want to go there. <laughs> Amen. But you go where you're needed. See, we're all on assignment. And I believe that's why the Lord has to, um, he has to embrace us. In the manner that he does to equip us to go out into the places where our assignment is, we have to take care of those things. And see, this is what's important to God. So it's like this. So while you're waiting for the good job or waiting for the the marriage or waiting for the reconciliation or whatever, those things are important to God and they're not just on the list. It's already done in the spirit. But while we're thinking all about what we need, God is saying, I'm trying to equip you for something bigger. Amen. And the other things that you get is, is just the icing on the cake. Amen. But we are to be um, how can I, embroiled in what God is doing. Is that the wrong word? Okay. And and it's not just about what you need personally from him. It's about his agenda. Everybody has an agenda. Well, that's God's agenda. Spoil principalities and powers. <laughs> Amen. And to use his bride, the church, to get this done. It's our assignment in the earth. And there's those that are waiting for us to make up our minds to obey God. To become fully equipped, not going out there with a crutch and a limp. Amen. And I don't mean that physically, but I mean that spiritually. But be fully loaded. Amen. And have your arsenal ready and full. And to know who your enemy is. Amen. Not weak flesh. But I'm telling you, you know, that this thing is bigger than you know. And you're involved whether you want to be or not. That's the part that's... <laughs> Amen. That's one reason these things are unfolded. We're being unfolded. We're being, re- we're being unveiled. 
Because there is an assignment in the earth that we must accomplish. And, and this is the thing. It has to be accomplished in its season, not when we get ready. Not when we get what we want. Not when we get our blessing. But it has to be um, on God's agenda, on his calendar. Amen. It has to happen when he needs for it to happen. And that, I believe that's how the world got, the United States got in such a terrible shape. Amen. Nobody guarding. Nobody praying. Nobody watching. You know, the word tells us to watch as well as pray. And then this, it's just so many bad things going on here. And, and we're looking at it on TV. And it's because we're not praying for souls. I know we've been praying, but, you know, everybody's supposed to be involved in this spiritual fight. And it's, you know, it's not just a few people's job. God's called many. Uh, what's that scripture that says, um, yeah, many are called, but few are chosen. Because you just can't choose every well, I'm going to be nice today. You just can't choose everybody. <laughs> I love everybody. <laughs> but you just can't depend on some because they have their own agenda. Very few have God's agenda. You know, we're supposed to lay everything down and just desire what he desires. Amen. Amen. And God gives you all. The, look, God loves us so much he wants us to have everything we want. And that's the truth. Amen. But in its season. Amen. Some things have to be accomplished now for God. Because God is concerned about souls. Amen. So we have business with the king. In other words, we're doing business with DBA. Doing business as the king's kids. Amen. (laughs) And so we have business with the king. And we have been fully persuaded. See, when you're, when you're romanced by your husband, man, that's one good side, little side thing that you get. You're fully persuaded. You're no longer questioning God's love. You're no longer questioning, are you going to do this for me? When am I going to get it? See, you stop asking and you stop wondering because when you have that personal love relationship, with him, you don't have any more questions as to when and if it's going to happen. It's that if word just is gone. Am I going to be healed? He's going to tell you, yeah, you already are. You're healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And so you have to start to, you know, we all are going to just start to trust that word, that trust comes. Where, and the questions leave. Amen. And we become fully persuaded that Christ loves us. And now we are carriers of the kingdom. We carry the kingdom wherever we go. We are full of kingdom business, and that is our business. And you don't lay it aside and put something in its place. It's first. Amen. It's first in our lives. Amen. And we are the answer in the earth. We're somebody's answer in the earth. Amen. Although we are living in the times of much confusion. And I, I think I could be wrong, but I believe that the world is in such bad shape because of this right here. Because there's not enough people. There's not enough kingdom carriers. 
Amen. We need to carry the kingdom. And there's not enough of us out there. And it's so much wickedness that it's gotten to be so much. But God. Amen. But God. It's not too much for us to handle. It's not too hard. You know, because God, I mean, look at, you see, you know, abortion is being annihilated. All this frivolous spending and this violence. You're going to see it come to an end soon. Amen. We're going to see it come to an end. This is not something in the sweet by and by. We're going to see it come to an end very soon. Amen. Hallelujah. All of this confusion. People don't know what they are. All this stuff. You know, we're going to see it come to an end. Because where sin abounds, grace much more abounds. But God is the, the stronger. He's the stronger. Sin is not stronger than what he has. Sin's not stronger than you because it has no effect on you anymore. It doesn't control you anymore. We, have a, we are new creations. So if, if sin doesn't have us bound anymore, then it's not too much sin on this earth for us to eradicate it. With the help of God, it will come to an end. Amen. And I'm getting to the place where whenever I hear people talking negative about this United States and we're gonna, this is going to happen and you better start stockpiling, I just say, no, that's not going to happen. If somebody tell that to me, I say, no. Mm-mm. Stockpiling for what? You know, because God is our source. He's our source. If, he, if we need anything, you just ask him, raise your hands, and he already knows what you need before you, you know, amen. It's laid up already. Amen. It's laid up already. But we have to, the bride of Christ must no longer be distracted. Amen. Because we're per- fully persuaded. We don't need any more evidence. We have all the evidence that we need. And all we need to do is start acting on what we know. And I think the first thing is with our, our uh, own personal life. You know, we govern ourselves, and we need to learn how to properly govern. I think that's the first step. And then we need to arise. It's time to arise right now. Amen. Arise. Be fully persuaded. Know who who your husband is. Know who you're working for. Know what army that you're in. Let's go to, um, let's see, verse 38. Romans 8. Verse 38. And it says, I am fully persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come. And that includes demons and the the dark side. It says, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And see, when you know that you are loved, when you know that he holds you in his heart and that you're the apple of his eye, you've got to notice, you have to start trusting this. When you know that he is with you, it's just like a, a buddy that you can't even get rid of. You know, a friend, <laughs> a friend that sticks closer than a brother, actually. And you can't get rid of him, nor do you want to, because you know you need him. 
And sometimes you know how it is, and I think especially for men, you, can't, you just can't discuss everything with your wife at the time that is bugging you. you. God is your friend. God is your brother. He sticks closer than a brother. And he's the one that you go to, and guess what? He gives you power and strength. He helps you. And he don't call you a wimp either. Amen. <laughs> he helps you because he understands. He knows what you need. And he, he speaks to you for your family. He don't speak to the wife. He don't speak to he speaks to you about what your family is supposed to do, where you're supposed to go, what you're supposed to I mean all that stuff. Now don't go in that kitchen. You may get in trouble. <laughs> don't be messing this thing up. But, you know, he, you guide the family, and God gives you that information. He gives you the red light or the green light. He will tell you, you know, he, you guide the family, and God tells you. Amen? And you don't lord all over your family, but you, you just be strong and make it plain and don't give in and get to getting. <laughs> Amen. And so don't be afraid to, um, it's, not, it's not embarrassing for a man to, you know, be buddied up with the Lord. That's your best friend. God is aligning and reassigning in the earth. And all this confusion is going to stop. Amen. This confusion, I believe, is just a reaction to what God is doing. Because he's moving some things around. You know, he's doing some things for a later date. And this movement, this, this spiritual movement, and this spiritual force, and this spiritual power is making a lot of devils nervous. So you may see a bad reaction, but it doesn't mean that we're l- losing the war. We're winning this war. Amen. It's already won. And so just stick with God. Stay on your face. You know, well, well, I just put it like this. I feel like you can come up and face Jesus and say, thank you. You're my best friend. That you're, um, I'm, the, I'm the, the bride. And you've unveiled me. And you're not disappointed in me. You're not even disappointed in how I look. When you raised up that veil, you like what you saw. And you love me. <laughs> And you're getting, you're just getting everything, all of your strength, all of your weaponry, everything you need comes from him. Even if you need to be told that you're pretty or you're handsome, that stuff comes from him. You know, when you, when you look in the mirror, you see him, his reflection back at you, and you get his seal of approval, Amen. He's dislodging evil, and I believe that's why he's, you know, realigning some things. And the devil is squawking, and all he do is complain and loud people, and, you know, all of this stuff that you're seeing on the news. I believe this is because he is dislodging evil, amen, and doing some justice in the earth. And I think we're all going to be able to, wit- I know we're going to be able to witness it, because we're witnessing it now. Amen. Working with us, waging war on the enemy. Hallelujah. Waging a good warfare and being victorious. And just think, you're a part of this. Amen. Well, whatever.
<laughs> I thought we were anyway. I am. Amen. God's unveiling has shown us the finality of what we've been praying for. See, what you've been praying for is, is right in this unveiling. Amen. So we need to jump for joy. I'm happy. And every time, you know, the devil's always trying to make you unhappy and trying to disconnect you from your victory thoughts and your victory plan and your rejoicing on the inside. But you got to fight back. You know, you just can't let the devil do that. You got to just stand firm. Stand in what you know and stand in that... um, I want to say beauty, but I don't think that's the word. But stand in that authority and that power that God's placed on you through his son. Amen. And and just know that God is with you and that he loves you. He's not forsaken you. If you go to 18, let's go back. I think I read it. I'm not sure. I read 19. Did I read it? 18? And it says, consider the sufferings, Romans. Okay, let me try to find that one. Hmm? I wrote read 19. I want to go to 18, but I don't, don't think I. It says, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. And that what struck me is it says the glory revealed in us. Because we are the glory carriers. You know, we're the kingdom carriers. And God is, is showing his glory. He's showing us to the world. Go back to verse 14. Let's see. 12. I don't have that one. Can somebody read 14? For as many, oh, I know, yeah, for, cause I didn't, for as many are led of God, they are the sons, they are the sons of God. So we are the sons of God, amen? We are led by the Spirit, not the flesh, because see, that's been done away with, with our, at our marriage, you know, at our, our wedding. We didn't invite fear, flesh, none of that stuff could get through, it wasn't on the invitation. So it, it couldn't come. So it couldn't come. Amen. You locked the door on that. So only thing that was left was love, peace, joy. Amen. In the Holy Ghost. Amen. Long suffering, peace, all of that. But the fruits of the Spirit was at your wedding, and this other stuff couldn't get in. Amen. Hallelujah. In it's because God. God is totally taking over on the inside of us. Amen. Romans 13, verse 14. And this is the last one, I promise. It's got to go back. Because I didn't see that until later. I said, oh, yeah, that's good. Just telling you the truth. Yeah, it's all good. Romans 13, verse 14. And this talks about provision. Oh. It says, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. 
See, you can't because if you try that and trying to go backwards, your husband's going to get you or whatever. You know, he's not going to appreciate it. He disapproves, and he's going to let you know. In other words, I truly believe that if you try to go backwards at this point, your insides won't let you. You know what I'm saying? All kind of bells, eh, eh, you know, the warning signs will go off. And it won't feel good either. I mean, whatever it is. See, the world is steady going to try to keep pulling you back. If you have to use somebody else, you will. But the solidness and the, the permanence should be in you. And so what are you going to do to fight it off? Amen. So you got to know who you are and don't foreplan. Don't foreplan. Don't think or contemplate anything that has to do with your own nature. You are totally divorced from your own nature because look at it like this. You got a new husband. See, it's just like second marriage. You bring all that stuff over into your, see, you can't do that. That stuff is not, you can't do that now. Amen. You got to go directly with who you with. Love the one you with and, and build a life, build it strong through God. Amen. Are y'all here? Y'all sleep. And don't conform to the worldly lust through distractions. Amen. And don't miss the next move. It's coming soon. Your name is on the, the invitation list. Your name is on the list to participate. Amen. And those who know the Father's love and know who they are in him will possess. Amen. You will possess. Amen. So don't fall for this. this you know, the devil, he's always trying to pull tricks from you right at when your miracle is right around the corner. And we, got, we need to grow up in God and say, now, you know what? I've been doing this so many times, same thing over, and I'm not doing this no more. I'm going to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And you will see it in Jesus' name. Amen. Why don't we stop? <laughs> Father, we just thank and praise you. Hallelujah. We love you, and we bless you. Father, we thank you that you are married to us. And we thank you that we never have to worry about a divorce because you never throw us back. You keep us, you love us, you encourage us, and you bless us. And we thank and praise you in Jesus' mighty name, amen, and praise God. Hallelujah. Well, I hope that helped you, amen. It helped me. The unveiling of the bride. She's been unveiled. No longer is she.